Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Today on CityCast Las Vegas, we're talking about what is possibly the state's biggest beef, Las Vegas versus Reno. Technically, Reno is our big sister. She's got 37 years on us. So is this just a childish beef between siblings, or are we doomed to be enemies forever? And let's be honest, which one wins when we ask the question, which city is better? Let the battle begin. Las Vegas versus Reno. We have Reno resident, reporter, and producer of Indie Matters, Joey Lovato, up against our own Las Vegas legend and co-host of CityCast Las Vegas, David Figler. It's Wednesday, June 14th. I'm Vogue Robinson, and here's what Las Vegas is talking about. David and Joey, welcome back to CityCast Las Vegas. How are y'all doing? Hey there, Vogue. Hey, Joey. Hello. I'm doing well. I'm doing well up here in lovely Reno. <laughs> lovely is in quotation marks. Is mm-hmm. it lovely? I don't know. I feel like we're going to have some nice discussions around what's lovely in Reno and what's lovelier in Vegas. David, you've been in Vegas since the dawn of time. So oh, thank you. Yes. You're welcome. It's true. Yes. <laughs> What's the history of the Vegas versus Reno beef? Well, obviously, Reno Metro and Vegas Metro areas are the two big population centers of our big-ass state. (laughs) And, you know, Reno established itself first, and then Las Vegas, the upstart, eventually overcame it, at least, let's say, in population we could all agree to, and probably in a lot of ways, the drive of the economic (laughs) engine. And so a little rivalry started. And around what year did we overtake them in humans? Oh, the 70s were really good for Las Vegas and not as growth robust for the Reno area. But I don't know. Is it a beef or is it just two big urban centers in a giant pool of of rurals here and there that, wow. I don't know, seem to focus more on their differences than their similarities. And and I guess therein lies the beef. Plus, the two big schools, rivalries tend to follow school rivalries. And so the city versus the city, the school versus the school, that sort of thing. UNR and UNLV, of course, is mm-hmm. what I meant. <laughs> Joey, how long have you lived in Reno? And did you grow up with this sense of like hatred towards Vegas? So I've been in Reno for 21 years. I moved here when I was very little. And yeah, so I went to elementary school, middle school, high school, college here. 
And I don't want to start off, you know, causing too much beef, but <laughs> I didn't think about Vegas very much growing up, not until college, really. Mm-hmm. Vegas is always just kind of this other side of the state. It never really occurred to me that it was a cultural urban center the way that it is. I always thought of it as just casinos and Cirque du Soleil, really. But I, I, I will say that I had jobs that afforded me to travel a lot. So actually, every other week I was in Vegas for about a year and a half. And I really came to love Vegas. And I love all of Nevada. I'm a big uh, Nevada stan. I'm always rooting for rural Nevada and northern Nevada and Las Vegas. But my heart is here in Reno and I do love Reno and I will always defend how wonderful Reno is. So (laughs) So let's let's take a bite as we say. So, David, who do you think has the better food scene? Oh, we're just jumping right into it, are we? Yeah. Nike. Uh, Okay, that's fair enough. Well, I I don't make it up to Reno enough. And whenever I go, I usually hook up with my Reno friends and they take me to the best restaurant. And I just haven't found one that's like... Where do they take you? Somewhere. It's it's often not far from Virginia Street. So I I don't know if that's like where most of the action happens. That's, Virginia Street is like their little minuscule strip compared to Las Vegas Boulevard. So I don't know. Whatever the restaurants are, they're always fine. They're quaint. They're good. (laughs) But they're not like mind-blowingly great that I can even remember the names of them. Damn, David. Okay. I mean, the food is fine. Joey, please help your city. So what... (laughs) Which place has the better food? What is worthwhile? I think Reno has some really good food, but I will say it's very hard to beat Vegas, which is a known foodie destination. So I'm going to caveat with that, that the Vegas has very good food. And I I do love the food in Las Vegas, but Reno has some really great places, but they are smaller. I really like Quark's, Cowboy Izakaya, Marietta's, Arario. These are all small restaurants. You know, Mm -hmm. you're not getting like hundreds of people in there. But there's a lot of heart in these places. I mean, you go in and the owner, like after you go in two or three times, they're like, hey, how's it going? And they ask you, you know, how you're doing? And they're never super fancy. I don't think I've ever been to a restaurant in Reno where I have to like wear a suit and a tie. But I like to go in there and I feel like there's a nice family feel whenever I get to go out to eat. And see, I think that's a big difference because we have like all these like major, whether they're celebrity chefs or just renowned restaurants in all these casinos. But more than that, we have a lot of people who have worked there who come into the community and open up their own restaurants. And some of those are the most lauded restaurants in all of Las Vegas, which makes for a really vibrant restaurant scene. Wouldn't you agree with that one, at least, folk? Of course. Please. Okay. There's no better place to live and eat than Vegas. Period. <laughs> Love it. All right. Uh, we win restaurant. Times. At all yeah. times of day and night, food, the places food, do not food. close. <laughs> like I can go get some delicious like Hawaiian food from somewhere at you know three o'clock in the morning. There's no winning that. Vegas wins that in for any state, any city. Let's talk about a cup of coffee. I don't care about coffee very much, but I feel like y'all do. So, David, tell me about our lovely coffee scene in Vegas. What is the best thing about it? I I like how it is ramped up in the last seven or eight years. We really have lots of great choices, a lot of people getting into roasting, doing it really well. We're weaning off of Starbucks, even in, and we talk about downtown a lot, though it's not the exclusive place where there's coffee, but we've got 12 excellent coffee places in the greater downtown area now. Thing, well, oh, I just heard a 13th one opened. <laughs> I'm not surprised. It probably opened in the back of one of the other ones. 
Well, I would say that we probably have the same number of like locally owned coffee shops that you guys have in Vegas, but we have a lot fewer people. So per capita, we are spoiled for choice when it comes to coffee. Every day, I swear, I walk down the street and I see a new fancy little coffee shop that's opened up that I'm excited to go try. And I mean, you've got like Old World Coffee Bar, Magpie, Walden's, Pangolin, Handcraft, Lighthouse, Bebo's, Swill, Jostella, Coffee and Comic, Reno Coffee Company, Dark Shot. I could keep going. <laughs> but and they're all unique in their own way. We have Turkish coffee shops. We have like Mexican coffee shops. We have your classic kind of greasy spoon coffee shop that's got like some food in the back. But I will say where Vegas does beat Reno, because I have been to many coffee shops in Las Vegas as well, is you guys have food at your coffee shops. And we do not have very many coffee shops oh. that have more than just some cookies or a maybe a croissant. There's a this few that depressing. have that give you food or, you know, you can have a lunch menu, but most of them do not have food, which is disappointing. Right. But if I can't I've, spend my whole day in the coffee shop, you know, writing and eating, then w why is it here? <laughs> yeah. Why is it here? But I've heard that the, from the coffee drinkers in my life, they do love the local coffee roasters and the local coffee. And I always get to benefit from all of the really unique and interesting drinks that the coffee shops tend to bring. The Istanbul Fog really sticks out to me from Pangolin mm. Coffee. It's a nice take on the London Fog, and I love it. I would drink that. Well, you know, desert cities just are going to struggle more to do coffee better than colder climates. I mean, coffee is more with the colder space, and we're going to talk about the weather differences, I'm sure. But Reno has this like established older companies that hold strong and have this huge loyalty. And it goes back as far as I can remember. There used to be a place there called Coffee Bar. Don't know if that's still there, mm -hmm. but that oh, was yeah. like a really big deal. I could I'm looking I can look at it out my window right now. <laughs> See, there you go. I, I'm gonna concede as much as I love my Vesta and my Publicus and my bungalow and my makers and finders, and the list goes on and on and on. I'll, I'll concede Reno probably wins the coffee game. We are the hub for coffeeing. In fact, we have a coffee shop called The Hub that's on the river, and it's lovely. Oh, so good. So, okay. Coffee. Reno. Ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the deal. It goes down. Go down in the deal. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook.
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So let's talk about these schools, because these universities, I feel like that's my favorite part of the beef. It reminds me of me and myself and my sister when I couldn't stay in her room anymore. She was like, this is my bedroom and you don't get to share it with me anymore. Get out. And I was like, fine. And I took my stuff and I moved out of my sister's bedroom. Uh, I feel like that's what UNR and UNLV uh, did with one another. So UNLV was founded as like an offshoot of UNR and literally was just kind of like the Southern version of UNR. And then in 1968, it finally became its own entity. And then, of course, in 1977, in that academic year, UNLV actually surpassed UNR in total enrollment. So it feels like Las Vegas kept growing as a city and felt like they should have their own space. And that's a little bit of how the students adopted the rebel name for their mascot. So... That's part of the beef. I feel like, if anything, the rivalry is really a sisterhood, y'all. I feel like it's just big sister, little sister energy. But I don't know. David, what do you think? Well, every school's got to have a rival. Every school has to have an enemy that you hate, a chant that you do at the games where you are F the other team or whatever. And that's pretty notorious in the Nevada rivalry with the FUNLV and the FUNR shirts. And then they fight over actual physical prizes like the Fremont Cannon, which is the big football trophy that the winning team, when the two go up against each other, get to keep and paint in their school colors and the whole schmear. So, you know, it's easy to get excited about that kind of stuff. But some people take it really to heart. If you see a Wolfpack shirt kind of march into a a, a, a rebel space, um, trouble will ensue. <laughs> Mm. Joey, what have you witnessed as a UNR student? Yeah, as a student, you know, definitely the big the big rivalry uh, in terms of sports. I never really got into that rivalry that much, but I know that it exists. But one thing that I will say is that there is I love a- that we're both talking about sports rivalries <laughs> and neither one of us are really sporty guys. I know. I was like, y'all could just talk about academics. It's okay. I, I, the academics that I experienced at UNR were, were amazing. They were awesome. I also love the campus of UNR. I think it is absolutely it's beautiful. beautiful it really is a pretty campus. But when it comes to sports, I will say, though, that there is this whole thing that I was not privy to until very recently where people call UNR Nevada like they call the UNR sports teams just Nevada and I was like so someone asked if I wanted to go see the Nevada game and I was like what Nevada which game in Nevada <laughs> there's a lot yeah. of games in Nevada it's a big old state. <laughs> so apparently that's a big thing where UNLV does not like that UNR claims the title Nevada as their that. kind of sports fact. team that's a fact um, mm. but we were here first so sorry Sorry, not sorry. Also a fact. <laughs> I mean, fine. Well, any any other th- things you want to throw in? Because right now I feel like there's no winner. It just sounds like mm, I will say that I think that UNLV and UNR campus. are very close, but I think that UNR takes the cake for being one, older, and two, a prettier campus. Mm. Um, I will say that UNLV strides for being a tier one research institution and having high ranking programs all over the place and having the bigger student population, probably with its law school and now our med school to rival their mm. uh, med school. Uh, is maybe tilting it towards UNLV a little bit too. And UNLV while, also the my, most one of the most diverse schools in the nation. That's correct. So I like that. Football-wise, just to kind of close that loop, they're better than us. And while we have the Fremont <laughs> Cannon right now, they almost always win it. But we're always considered to be the better basketball team. March Madness. Who's your most famous quarterback of all time out of Reno? Do you know? Um, <laughs> Kaepernick. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go with Randall Cunningham for UNLV. So, you know, Hall of Famer, Randall Cunningham. We, we win. I mean, Colin Kaepernick, pretty notable. 
fairly notable uh, off off the field as well. So <laughs> yeah, you, you right. might win on that, but. <laughs> I'll put Randall Cunningham's stats against Collins uh, any day of the week, but <laughs> okay. you know, but you are better in football. We we really aren't great at football, but UNLV's basketball is legend. Mm-hmm. Thank you both for your arguments, and I think we're still at a draw here. But Ooh. I think UNLV might have the larger stats, but when it comes to an atmosphere of a university, it feels like UNR kind of is the better place to go. The air, the air is just nicer. The buildings are just prettier. <laughs> Sorry. So let's talk about an overall quality of life, right? And so that's like stress from traffic, walkability, air quality, diversity, and that weather. I would love to hear your your arguments. Put put your city on a plate and tell us that overall quality of life. So I I'm a, a big big Reno proponent. I will say though, and I think weather is very subjective. If you like four seasons, you're gonna like Reno. Reno has four very distinct seasons, and we just started summer yesterday, <laughs> and it has been oh. raining before that. Before that, we had snow, and before that, we had a chilly fall. So it's very distinct in terms of the weather. But you can always go outside and do something in any of those seasons because it's never extreme. Unlike mm. in Vegas, where you can't go hiking sometimes because it's too hot. You can always go hiking in the summer here. So that's it's really cool. And in the winter, you can go skiing, and in the fall, you can you know there's there's always something to do outdoors outdoors mm. in terms of diversity reno is definitely lacking we're 60 percent white 20 percent hispanic seven percent asian three less than three percent black and a lot of other much much smaller uh, percentages so reno is a very white city with predominantly hispanic uh, populations mixed in there as well but it is a very walkable city as well uh, the traffic uh while people complain about it you can you're never really more than 20 minutes from anything in reno but it is it is expensive to live here. It's actually more expensive to live in Reno than it is in Las Vegas, at least in terms of housing prices and rent. Hmm. David? Well, Vegas has five times more people in our metro area than there are metro areas. So we're going to have the problems that come with such a big size, including traffic. Housing affordability is kind of a weirdo one. Reno is really super unaffordable. And I think they deal with that. And I think a lot of that had to do with the sort of tech invasion from the Bay Area, uh, where people saw Reno as a bargain and then really drove Mm. up those prices a lot harder and faster than Vegas experienced, although we have obvious affordable housing deficits in in the whole state, but especially in Las Vegas that are just unforgivable and that uh, unfortunately are not being addressed by our legislature. That said, that's almost a draw because it really, really is expensive to be a homeowner in in Reno right now or to find a good place to live at a good at a good price. But uh, I I love all the things that are available in Las Vegas, the convenience of all the things that are available in Las Vegas, the fact that anything that you want is probably done better here in a lot of ways. You just have to seek it than anywhere else, I think, in the state. I'm, I'm still falling on pro-Vegas. Nothing I'm hearing right now or saying to myself is convincing me otherwise. They're very different experiences. That's the bottom line. And that's what I love about Nevada. But I like Vegas better. In the end, I like Vegas. Uh huh. I think those those categories, a lot of those categories definitely go to Reno. But when we talk about excitement, uh, when we talk about the ability where everything you could possibly want or need or be interested in is probably here. Even the fact that we have Mount Charleston. So if people do want to go snowboarding or do things in ice that I, nope. But somebody <laughs> wants to go do some stuff in ice and snow, it's accessible. And Red Rock's an international destination. People come from all over the world to climb and hike at Red Rock. It's that well known. Right. And then we have national monuments. So like we have our proximity to Avikume can't be like underwritten at all. (laughs) Like you got to take it and put it up at the top. So I think 
I have so many friends who love being outdoors and we have the capability to do so. And we're close enough to other states and places to where two or three hours outside of town, we can be somewhere else and do something enjoyable. Whereas, you know, all the way up in Reno, it's, it's going to take y'all forever. <laughs> to, well, the Bay, Area is, the Bay Area is not too far. Yes, you got the Bay, but I mean, like, is that where you guys want to go? I love the Bay. But you're not going to get a thing like Chinatown that's in Las Vegas hitting in Reno anytime soon. Heck, you're not even going to get a little Ethiopia up there like we have. You know, mm-hmm. it's hmm. it's just there's there's this diversity that has infused itself into our community that has created a lot of wondrous things that don't exist in a smaller place like Reno. Mm-hmm. So I'm back to I'm back to Vegas. Come on. <laughs> the cross-cultural conversations, the capabilities to go to the grocery stores that are different as well and try out different yes. ingredients. So not just it's not that I can go and be served, but that I can go to a particular market and get galangal and like other like things that are not <laughs> in my Smiths. Even our Jewish population, like there's a Smith that is very Jewish where there's like two. We call it the Jewish Smiths. I mean, I love the Jewish Smiths. I'm allowed to say it. A third of that Smiths is kosher. And I was like, what Haribo bears are kosher? Let me find out. It's not going to be gummy bears more. So I think there's just, there's always something to learn. And the, the, the different, the complex people that live here also make it more interesting. Like you can always find an interesting conversation with someone. And I think that, I think as long as we're always in communication, even like with Reno and Las Vegas, there's much to learn across the board. I mean, I, I believe in compromise. <laughs> When it comes to uh, sisters getting along. So, Joey and David, what is the compromise? Where do Vegas and Reno have common ground? I mean, loving this weird state. And Reno's got weird stuff going on. The rurals have weird stuff going on. And Las Vegas has weird stuff going on. And I think we embrace that no matter where we are in the state. And I think the nice thing is that even though there is this rivalry, people in Reno are defensive of Las Vegas when it comes to other states. We can pick on you because you're maybe our big brother, but no one else is allowed to. And I think it's the same for Vegas, where Vegas will defend Reno if someone from Utah starts talking trash. That's right. Ish. (laughs) (laughs) No, I would. I would. I think a common ground, and Joe, you could correct me if I'm wrong on this, but it's just a sense that because Las Vegas has the first like professional major sports teams, and I'm talking NHL, NFL, WNBA, that there is sort of a pride that these are Nevada teams, not just Las Vegas teams, that these are these are the teams of our state. And as far as sports goes, maybe that's the compromise that we could all get behind Nevada pro teams. I've seen a lot of Golden Knights cheering happening here in Reno, and I see a lot of Raiders uh, bumper stickers here in Reno as well. All right. So sports, living in the desert, high or hot, (laughs) high or low, this Nevada love of defending one another and then the weirdness, embracing the weirdness of our (laughs) beloved state. So, yes, I think at the end of the day, home means Nevada, y'all. And so I'm down to be northern or southern when the time is right when the seasons are right i think it's worthwhile to make those trips so joey and david thanks so much for weighing in and giving me some more things to think about uh and i will talk to y'all again soon thanks so much vogue appreciate it go knights go go oh sorry i appreciate it too thank you guys before you go a few things you should know what's going on david well vogue The Clark County School District has finally responded to the ACLU's records request related to a school police officer accused of slamming a black student to the ground. 
The school district is calling the request excessive and burdensome with insufficient public benefit. The ACLU, however, has a strong track record of establishing the public's right to know in similar circumstances. A July 11th court hearing has been scheduled. Also, the city of Las Vegas is seeking public participation as it moves forward with a proposed campus for the African-American Museum and Cultural Arts Center, which will be highlighting the contributions of African-Americans in Las Vegas. The architecture firm responsible for the Las Vegas Mom Museum was chosen to lead the project. The first of three public workshops takes place this Friday. That's all for today here on CityCast Las Vegas. If you enjoyed the show, do us a favor and tell us. Head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. Give us some stars and then write a review. We'll read it and it'll help other good folks find the show. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Take care. Reno's uh, Revision won Best IPA in the world a few years ago, and Imbibe uh, also has won uh, some big awards for its sours. So we have tons of breweries, and they're all amazing. Nice. I think whenever people from Reno come down, we've got enough to kind of show them around, whether we're going to Abel Baker or a Love Lady or any of the other really big hop nuts. There's a lot of fun places to take yeah. them down here for good beers. Uh, I, I love a $16 Pabst Blue Ribbon. There you go. <laughs> Well, we could take you to the strip and probably double that.